I can encapsulate and dance now the Cusillo of Serena Dance and Ryan's in Wormhole, Lusek and Isaac. I'm also the co-host of the Canuck Capsulier's Chronicles. It's a weekly show about AIDS news every Tuesday at 2015 Eastern Time Zone. In the beginning of the series about the Calvary State, in the first episode we talked about the Calvary as a ministeristic corporate-run meritocracy regard honor and duty to be the I guess ideals ones can aspire to. It's gonna be five episodes about them First, we're gonna go through their history, then their mega corporations, their political structure, their culture and society, and the last one gonna be about growing up into calorie state. Please keep in mind that I'm doing that podcast to get better in English. So I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> Calderi State The Calderi State is an authoritarian militaristic nation founded in the pillars of duty, loyalty, efficiency, and hard work. While not as large a society as that of the Galante or the Amor, the state is still universally respected and admired. Its economy is fundamentally sound and its military Despite its smaller size, it is fully equal to that of any other empire. Thanks to a well-kept fleet packed with cutting-edge technology. A nation built on corporate capitalism, the Calder State is run by a group of eight mega-corporations who divide territory between themselves, controlling and overseeing nearly every aspect of society. Each corporation compromise of thousands of smaller companies, ranging from industrial companies to law firms. All real estate is owned by the companies, which then leads it to the citizens. Government and policing are also both handled by independent companies founded by each of the mega corporations. History. Before the founding of the state, the Calderi were not a singular entity. Like the Galante neighbor, they were composed of different races on different continents across Calderi Prime. Although the bulk of the population was located on the Tikiuna continent, Tikiuna was united between AD 1753 at any 20,988 under the Raata Empire, with existing ethnicities at the time organized into political entities in the form of houses. First Compact the term Galdari was coined after first contact with the Galante in AD 22,517. As a planetary identifier, used to distinguish the race 
of their own word from those of their newfound partners. By this point, each Caldari race was organized into its own fully fledged nation and Caldari press, with minimal to no cross ethnic minding. The boundaries between these ethnicities were profound, not only in physical appearance, but also culturally, with the Caldari's concept of nation differing vastly from the Galante's definition, the latter of which tend to be built around ideology rather than race or culture. Even when the mega corporations secretly colonize regions of space on behalf of their master nations, the Caldari continue to identify by their original ethnicity. This practice continued after the founding of the Federation, and it was not until the secession of the Caldari in AD 23154 that the situation changed, when the chief executive panel usurped control of the own world from the indigenous nations. All who supported the secession were swept along in the following social upheaval. Corporate State As the all-encompassing corporate state came into being, the Caldari psyche and society were shaped into new forms. The details and severe were deeply affected by these changes and model to the norm. Other ethnicities, including the Galante, who had long been residents of the Caldari homeworld, were brought into the fold. Where all are now identified as one race. Influenced by the Sikuyu Vesta Corporation, a people known as the Ashura decide to join the Caldari in their secession as a client state. Their pre industrial Ashura Empire was been discovered by the Sikuyu Vesta during their secret colonization many decades prior, was unprudent and replaced by minority Caldari rule. This mostly affected major population centers, which were developed to become full cities according to the Caldari standard. The rural areas were mostly in Europe, dot with thousands of Ashura monasteries which to this day preserve the culture and heritage of the Ashura Empire. Some, of course, were displaced for industrial operations where they were located on valuable land. But for the most part, Ashura, who had not been assimilated, remained inclusive and introverted, cut off from the state as a whole and for the most part untouched by its influence. It was only at the beginning of the Capsular era that the Ashura acquired interstellar recognition. As many of them discovering a natural aptitude, sought out Capsular training.
enters the long war. Over the course of the Galantis Galdari War, militant French group of Enteki, experienced military personnel in particular, sympathized with the state and asked to join the Calgary Navy. Wary of the fact that the Enteki had a very different culture to the Caldari, but still pragmatic enough to realize the military and political benefits of unlist turncoat veterans, Caldari officers placed these Enteki in segregated divisions. The most famous of these forces was commanded by Mordu's Legion, founder from Muria Mordu, who led his division to its status as one of the most successful revered and battle-hardened units of the war. At the end of the war, many of these Inteki were offered cheap land and accommodation in Washi City on Kamokor 4. Though those ones who had abandoned their cultural heritage and fully integrated into the Caldari lifestyle had long since become full citizens. Due to the fact that these Inteki continue to maintain their separate identity in distinct ways, their presence caused tension with native Caldari, especially ethnophobic radicals who feed on the aggressive foreign policy of the state. A significant number of the Enteki facing expatriation sought assistance from their former commander, Maria Mordu, a turn of events which would later lead to the formation of Mordu's Legion. One of the most legendary mercenary group in New Eden's history. In the end, the Enteki were able to resettle in Washi City while retaining their identity and culture. Provis Regime The meteoric rise to power of Tibus Head and the Color in Providence Directorate CPD in YC 110 again put emphasis on ethnic identity regardless of cultural compliance. The two being defined as synonymous with one another by the Provis government. Hundreds of thousands of Federation expatriates were quarantined and unlawfully incarcerated, or in some instances deported across state borders. While first state citizens of Galante origin found themselves on the violent end of angry mobs. Present day. Today, the Calvary State is built on the concert songs of patriotism and artwork that carried its ancestors through the hardship of living on a hospitable barren home ward. That's the end of the first episode of the Calvary State. 
that's gonna be really interesting. Calvary are so different than Amor. They are based on honor and duty. They don't look like to have any god. They have also mega corporations that I can't wait to learn about. And what are the odds? That's gonna be the next episode. I hope you like this one and see you next week, Canucks and friends.